Hello and welcome to the ESG Fitness Podcast. The aim of this podcast is to help you think, learn and grow and hopefully smile and laugh on the way too. My aim here is to break down your barriers to taking action and provide you with evidence-based diet and exercise information in a fun and interesting way. I hope I nail that and I hope you enjoy. If at any point you are enjoying this and you think, wouldn't it be great to work with Emma? You can head to esgfitness.co.uk to find out more information. Without further ado, because I hate long introductions, here is this episode. Good day, everyone, and welcome to this episode of the ESG Fitness Podcast. Today, I'm going to talk about something that is very important, and that is a cycle that I have noticed emerging. And it's so important because I think that it is the reason that most people don't get the results that they want. And I speak a lot about how... It's more about how you respond to things rather than the things themselves that end up tripping you up. And I know that seems quite vague. So to put it in context, something from a fat loss perspective that often trips people up is the scales not dropping. And a little side note on this, because sometimes I daydream about this and I'm like, how insane is this? But when you think about like how you would explain to an alien, it doesn't even really have to be an alien, but like, okay, let's just say it's an alien, right? If an alien came down to the the world, to earth, and they were like, well, why is everyone so fixated on these scales? And you're like, yeah, so basically we let this number dictate our self-worth and no one really cares about the number except for ourselves. And also, no one actually knows what that number is, apart from ourselves as well. Like, but actually still, like, we still, we still let that massively dictate our lives. And if it goes up, sometimes by even one pound, well, just let that ruin my whole day. Like, the whole day. <laughs> even though it makes absolutely no difference. And actually, I know that it's not a reliable measure of any changes in body composition, especially not one pound overnight. But do you know what? Still let, still let that happen. Still let it ruin my day. And sometimes I'll just eat nothing all day because the scales haven't changed. I know. <laughs> like you, it, like it's absolutely insane when you think of it like that. But that is what we do. And actually sometimes the awareness of how incredibly irrational that is, is, is a useful reminder. <clears throat> anyway, back to this cycle that I want to talk about before I get distracted by myself by something else. This cycle is probably the real reason that your diet isn't working. Now, this is under the assumption that you're taking a sensible approach. It's a bit of a vicious cycle and it goes a little bit like this. The scales don't drop the way that you expect them to, despite the fact that you are sticking to your diet and exercise. Exercise? Yeah, exercise. (laughs) That is actually how really Scottish people would say exercise. (laughs) But I don't know how that came out. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> your diet and exercise. How much fun do I have on my own doing a podcast? Anyway, <laughs> right. So you're sticking to everything you should be sticking to, is my point. But the scales haven't dropped. And usually the reason that you then become frustrated is because you have unrealistic expectations of weight loss. 
And this is another point that I like to make is that a lot of people say, yeah, fat loss isn't linear. No, no, fat loss is linear. If you're creating the same deficit every week or you know, let's not get into the exact numbers, but like roughly the same deficit every week, then your fat loss will be the same every week. What won't be the same is your weight loss because those are two different things and they don't directly measure each other. So basically what happens is the scales don't drop, you get frustrated and that frustration leads to lack of adherence because why would you stick to something that isn't working like if your primary outcome is just weight loss and you're not losing weight despite putting in the effort like I totally get that I wouldn't like if I if I was putting in the effort for something and getting no results I wouldn't keep doing it either but then this is the problem because that lack of adherence leads to genuine lack of fat loss and thus lack of results And that's the cycle that a lot of people get themselves into. And this happens time and time again. And this is where coaching comes in. So coaching comes in at the frustration stage where you're like, I've not lost weight and I'm really annoyed. And actually the right words and the right support and the right level of reassurance at the right time will keep you on track. And you'll be like, oh, do you know what? I am still, I'm not saying you won't be frustrated. You're still a bit frustrated, but I do understand this. I am going to keep going for the next week. And then bam, you see weight loss. And most people think that coaching is about meal plans and workouts and recipes. If that is what you're looking for, you can find that for free online. Or go to a really cheap, I don't know, like £5 a month subscription type thing. That's not coaching. That's just giving you some bits of information, which, to be honest, may or may not be that useful to you. Coaching is about applying that information directly to you, to what you need, given your situation. And more than that, it's about support and accountability and making sure that you are placing your efforts where you're actually going to get results from them. Because a lot of people are working really freaking hard, but they're putting their efforts in the wrong places. If you resonate with this cycle, then here are some tips. First of all, do some reflection and consider whether you are in this cycle. This is something that frequently happens to you whenever you try to diet and the likelihood is it probably is right this is quite a universal truth and then here are some tips so number one is that awareness like awareness is so important once you realize you're doing something once you realize this is the cycle you're falling into then you can do stuff to change it and now what I'm not saying is it will then be easy to change actually realizing your traits the ones that aren't pushing you towards your goals and who are actually like holding you back a lot of this is the same as like what a relationship counselor might say right because it's your your relationship with your progress with food with exercise if you're like oh maybe I've discovered I'm an avoidant like the the way to get over that isn't to just accept that you are an avoidant you might be like "Mm, how do I work on these tendencies how do I question myself when actually my knee-jerk reaction is always to I don't know run away when things get serious Anyway, can't relate. But the point is, awareness is your first step to then making change. The second tip, focusing on the outcome tends to trip you up, especially when that outcome is so erratic and isn't actually measuring what you want it to, at least not short term. So here I'm talking about, obviously, fat loss and the scales. The scales do not directly measure fat loss, especially not overnight. And weirdly, that seems to be what most people stress about, like, oh my God, I put on three pounds over the weekend. I'm like, good. 
because it almost definitely cannot be body fat. If you tell me you put on three pounds over a month, I'm like, yeah, well, that probably could be body fat. But short-term fluctuations, meh. Like, that's, that's a, that should be quite reassuring, if anything. It's kind of like trying to measure... Trying to think of two things that don't measure each other. Like maybe measuring how strong you are by the time you spend in the gym. Like the two things might be vaguely correlated, but they certainly aren't directly correlated. Or like how good your day was based on what the weather was. Like, do you know what? Sunny days tend to be better, but not always. Not always. And weight loss tends to come with fat loss over time, but not always. And short term, the two really aren't related at all. Which means if you are judging the success of your week by whether or not you lose weight, you're doing yourself an injustice. And I'm not surprised that you want to give up if that is your sole measure of success. So tip number three is to focus on the process as your marker of success. Have you hit your diet, exercise and activity goals? If so, that is the definition of a successful week. And more to the point, like, have you tried your best to do that? And be really honest when you ask yourself that. Have I tried my best? Because you know what? Some weeks, more important things will come up. Some weeks, you might need to divert your attention. And actually, because you are someone who lives in line with your values, you might be like, actually, my family needed me this week. That means I didn't go to the gym as much. But did I try my best? Like, actually, did I live in line with my values? Yes. Can I go to the gym more next week? Yes. Great. Actually, I made those choices in line with what is most important to me. So when it comes to markers of success, focus on what you can control for fat loss. And that is your actions, not what you cannot control. And that is the outcomes, i.e. weight loss. If you hit the right targets, and by the way, if you're listening and I have set them for you, then you're pretty good then you will be in a deficit and you will lose fat and results will come. You don't need to worry about any of that. That's my job. I'll worry about that. You just focus on ticking those boxes and reaching out if you're struggling to tick those boxes. And again, a reminder, as coaches, we are never here to judge. And we are, all we want is honesty from you. So if you're like, do you know what? I need to be honest. I haven't stuck to any of my targets this week that's fine. Then we need to get into a discussion of why haven't you stuck to them? How can I help you? Like what barriers did you have? What What is the actual reason why you're not sticking to these things? Because there is no solution unless we find the cause. And again, this is something people try and jump to these solutions. Then it's like, if you're overeating because you're hungry, that's a completely different solution that would be needed compared to if you're overeating because you're bored or because you're emotional, like all of these things have different solutions to them. So you can't just plug one solution for everything. Tip number four, remember that even if you lose no weight whatsoever, you are still doing yourself the world of good and your future self will be so grateful for you for the investment that you've put in, in terms of time, effort, money into your health, into your well-being. We are absolutely nothing without our health. And you do not need to lose body fat to improve your health. Start to look for and appreciate and see the benefits in the process. The ones that are way more important than weight loss, but often aren't quite as tangible. 
things like your physical health, your mental health, they're a little bit harder to measure, but they're way more important. And sometimes they're related to weight loss and sometimes they aren't. If, if, for example, you increase your steps from being relatively inactive and you start exercising because you weren't exercising before, but you never lose any weight at all, even if you've got a hell of a lot of body fat to lose, you are increasing your health massively. So to think, oh, there's no point because I'm not losing weight is completely absurd. Exercise is the best thing that you can do for your health. And weight loss has nothing to do with that. Those benefits are completely separate to each other. If you see the benefits in the process, then you're much less likely to give up. That's why I'm emphasizing these. And actually a quote from one of my favorite behavioral scientists, Katie Milkman, who has spent her life essentially researching behavior change, is that we do much better in terms of creating long-term behavior change if we find ways to make the things that are good for us fun and enjoyable. Often, when you take the pressure off fat loss and you realize that you actually enjoy going for walks, that you love the way that exercise makes you feel, you like the energy that you get from fueling your body properly. And actually, as a whole, like a lot of these behaviors you actually enjoy doing, but you've ruined that for yourself because you're telling yourself that you have to do them. You're putting all this pressure on yourself and you're making them to do with this number on the scales. And actually, when you realize that you get to do these things as opposed to you have to do these things, it feels completely different. And that change in perspective is so important. My last tip, which I think is tip number five, is to redefine results. I hear so many people complain about, quote unquote, lack of results. And what they really mean is lack of weight loss. And I hope by this point, I've convinced you that there is far more to, quote unquote, results than just weight loss. And just because they aren't numerical, it doesn't mean they aren't real or they aren't important. In fact, the biggest improvements that you're making are the ones you can't see objectively. You can't see an improved relationship with food on the scales. You can't see a happier person on the scales or in your measurements or in progress photos. Those things are far more important and yet we can't measure them in the same way so we don't see them as, as important. I hope you have enjoyed this episode. As ever, if you want to contact me, there are links in the show notes. You can simply WhatsApp me or you can go to my website and give me some information about you and I will email you and see how I can help you. I hope you have an incredible day. Thank you as ever for your time and attention. If you want to talk to me about coaching or if you want to find out more about how to work with me, head over to esgfitness.co.uk. There is also lots of free information on the website and some worksheets, which I hope you will find useful. If you've enjoyed this episode, I would love to hear from you. Please tag me in your stories at esgfitness or shoot me a message. And if you think you know anyone who would enjoy this episode, why not share it with them? Thanks, guys.